Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When it comes to grocery shopping, do you do it online or do you like doing it in person? Let us know. 651-641-1071 or drop uh, an email or a tweet slash X thing, whatever we're calling it these days. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the third hour of the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley. Dawn will be back tomorrow. It's Mike and I today. And Mike, I found this story to be rather interesting because, well, as a... Just a a quiet, unassuming Gen Xer. Mm -hmm. I like to sit back and watch all the other generations sort of duke it out for, you know, different titles. Sure. Because Gen X, I feel like we're always left out of the conversation. It's always like millennials, boomers or millennials, Gen Z. Right. Yep. And meanwhile, the Gen X were just like, hey, guys, we're still here. But (laughs) you can forget about us because we're fine being alone over here. Bye. Anyway, so it was with that (laughs) with that sense that I was sitting over here. And saw the following headline. Millennials and Gen Z aren't shopping the same way. Okay. And then they sort of tease it up by saying, or tee it up rather, by saying, okay, one of these generations is more online and okay. one of them is more in person. Got it. Do you have an opinion as a millennial what you think or which generation you think is more online? I would think that uh, the general thought and uh, my experience in life would be that um, millennials would more likely be doing it in person and the Gen Z's would be doing it online. Uh, Ooh, really? The exact opposite is true. So apparently, and we all know that online grocery shopping increased exponentially during COVID for Mm -hmm. everyone, but according to a new study from Pimmons, I'm sure this is some like it's payments. I think it's like short for and I think this must be some, uh, I don't even know what payments is, but we don't care. They no. they commissioned a study. Yep. And according to that study, millennials continue to increasingly fill their online grocery carts, while Gen Z has been ditching apps in favor of in-person shopping. Interesting. Wow. I, I found that to be very like counterintuitive, right? Like you'd think that the generation who's even more online or from an earlier age. Yep. Uh, however, according to this uh, payment survey, people bet- between the ages of 26 and 42 have increased their online grocery shopping by over 10%. And uh, that looks like 15% for so-called bridge millennials, which are those born between 80 and 89. When were you born? 86. Okay, so you're a bridge millennial. Did mm-hmm. you know that? Uh, I I'm, I just thought I was a, well, I'm kind of middle of the line because I think it starts in 80, right? 80 yep. and then, yeah, so I guess I'd be the middle millennial, but I did not know I was a bridge millennial. That's good to what know. What does a bridge millennial mean? Because that's over half of the 
generation then yeah. if it was until 89. Right. Gen Z, on the other hand, yeah. they apparently, uh, and again, Gen Z would be 97 to 2012. Oh, okay, so that's why a bridge millennial, maybe? I don't know. I don't know what that <laughs> means. Anyway, uh, so Gen Z, shoppers born between 97 and 2012, apparently um, decreased online shopping by 10%. Of the Gen Zs that do online shopping, 45% cited convenience as the most important reason for shifting away from in-person shopping, as opposed to other reasons like finding bargain prices, which was a key motivator for Gen X and baby boomers. Um, So Gen X, they they included us. Thank you, but nobody really cares what we do. Um, I still... Do you... Did you say what you do? I would be very much in-person. And I'm, why so? I just like the, I like getting out and doing, like if I'm driving home, I like, I'll always, right before I leave, even if, you know, we need one thing, I'll just be like, hey, Sarah, what do we need? Because I like just stopping at the store and walking around and being kind of around people and not just going straight from work to the house to the work to the house. Like, I just like the yeah. idea of that and just doing yeah. something else and stopping and making a little trip like that. I don't, I don't mind that. Now, her, on the other hand, she's a younger millennial. Okay. And she is... Oh, do we need something? I'm making a target order. Very much is ordering so it. Online. She's like, she's the online That's, person. So I said, in my life, it's actually reversed from what this is showing. Um, we do have a call from Denise who okay. has some info on why this might be a thing. Oh, fabulous, Denise! I am very curious what you have to say about why Gen Z might be shopping online less than millennials. What do you say, honey? So I remember Lori and Julia had an author on their show five years ago who wrote a book about Gen Z with his son, who was a Gen Zer. Okay. And Gen Zers don't want to wait. They want everything now, 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 because that's how they grew up. Oh. This information is at their fingertips. Therefore, they don't want to wait two days for Amazon. That makes sense. And I remember that from five years ago. <laughs> yeah, you know, that makes total sense. And I will say, like, I do love to shop online, but it's usually for things that I don't need for a while. And in fact, I love, you know, like if I know it's in the store, I'm much more likely to just get in the car and go. Yeah. Although, again, Gen X, we don't count. But, you know, I think that's a totally I, smart rationale. I feel you. I am also a forgotten Gen Xer and... <laughs> I'm okay with it because we came home to an empty house, so I can be left out of this conversation too. Thank you, sweetie. I love it. Team Gen X. All right. Um, I will say the article also says that part of the reason Gen Z might be more likely to do in-person shopping versus online is that they don't tend to have as many live-in partners as, say, millennials. Yeah. So they might have smaller households because Mm -hmm. they're just starting out. And activity, like and it's, responsibilities and things, because there's a lot of millennials who are running the kids to practice exactly. and running the kids around and doing kid things, or maybe professionally they're a little further along in their career, so they've got more responsibilities that way. That also and if makes you sense. don't have a house of four to buy for, mm-hmm. it might be more economically, uh, you know, it might you might like it might make more sense to just go on go to the store and buy a package of you know something. Sure. Whereas like. I'm a bargain hunter, so I will buy things online that are cheap. Like, if if the thing I'm buying is more expensive than it is in person, I'm probably going to buy it in person. Yeah. Meaning, if the thing is cheaper in person, I'm going in person. Um, but there are some times when it's actually cheaper to go online. So I think I'm more of a price-motivated shopper mm-hmm. than a convenience shopper. I, too, like you, I just love... Like, I'm weird. <laughs> I 
love going to Costco. And I don't like a lot of crowds Mm -hmm. at Costco. And I hate sample day. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God, Mike. I know. This guy. Okay. Last Saturday. I don't know. Whatever day it was, I went shopping last week at Costco. Usually, it's Saturday morning. They were handing out like frozen pizza. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody was cooking up. They got the little oven, toaster yep. oven going. Yep. This man like grabbed two things of pizza, like pizza samples. Sure. Went like, like shoving them in his mouth and walking away. Right. Yep. And then came around, did a loop oh. and came back. And in the time that I, it took me to like bring my cart around to another aisle, he had swung around twice. Like he was coming at it from like different angles to like, I don't know, fool the sample people like they don't care. But I thought, oh, my God, this dude, this dude was like in it to win it with samples. And uh, the things that drive me nuts is just that people get in my way when I'm trying to maneuver my cart because they're just like loitering by the the sample thing. Speaking of that, my last time at Costco, I I don't always get like super overwhelmed in crowds, but sometimes I do. And this was an example where we wanted to go over and check like for some multivitamins and pick that stuff up and whatnot. So we're over there. The problem is if you're over there, then you need to get back to the line and it's a busy Saturday. You basically have to go back out and around. So I was kind of waiting and it felt like a zipper merge in Minnesota situation. People were literally like not making eye contact with me, pushing their cart yeah. further ahead and oh. not allowing me to come Don't in. Get me started. I'm like, what are you doing? You're I'm like, we are human beings exactly. and I can see you. You're right in front of me. I will do that thing where I, I, I would probably in some places like I. I don't know, Jamie, he was, he is usually the person that's like, would you just calm down? Because I'll just like stop and stare at someone like, are you really behaving this Mm antisocially in public? Like we are all here. Yeah. We can see you. We all know what's happening. Like you just cut in front of me. You're not in a car right now. You can't (laughs) just look straight and pretend I'm not here. Hi. (laughs) Uh, But yet I love it. My whole point was to say like, despite all of those things, I still love Mm-hmm. walking through like every aisle of Costco to find out, you know, is there something new down this aisle sure, today? Sure. Anyway. All right. Uh, whether you're Gen Z, Gen X, or uh, a boomer, do we still have any of the greatest generation? I'm sure we do. Uh, but whatever generation you are, um, continue to shop America. I don't know. <laughs> That's a bad transition. What I want to do now is go from grocery shopping to talk about Vanna White. Mike, yeah. this woman, I am all here for the story about Vanna White renegotiating her contract, but wait, there's more. It turns out there might be a lawsuit around the corner, and I didn't know anything about this, so we're going to talk about it when we come back right here on... Guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Limitations and restrictions apply. Ask for details. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. 
Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn here on My Talk 1071, streaming live, doing everything entertainment over at MyTalk1071.com. Don't forget we have a podcast, not only of this show and each three hour uh, show each day, but also our Blinded by the Item is a separate podcast now that you can download, like, and subscribe. Please do tell all your friends about it. We're pretty proud of that podcast and. Uh, We'll have more when we do an official launch, uh, hopefully pretty quickly here. Um, it's been a lot of fun to put that together. And Mike, you've been instrumental in making that happen. So thank you for all of your hard work. Of course. It's been a blast. Um, now, this might actually be a good time for you to renegotiate your contract because uh, it's worked <laughs> for you, Mike. Yes. Get on that. Uh, because it's worked for Vanna White. Oh, really? Yeah. In Tell fact, uh, well, you probably heard the headlines. In fact, you told us the headlines, I think, I don't know, yesterday, the day before, that she had renegotiated her contract for two more years uh, as co-host of Wheel of Fortune. And she's going to bring, be bringing home a lot more cash this time. Rightfully so, because I don't think she got a raise in like two decades. I think it was, yeah, almost 20 years uh, from the $3 million per year she had been making. Yeah, 18 years. And that is while Pat Sajak, her co-host, mm-hmm. was uh, who was pulling in uh, $15 million per season. So he's making $15 million. She's making three. When he announced that he would be leaving, uh, that's just as her contract was being renegotiated. I think her lawyer, Brian Friedman, deserves uh, kudos and plaudits for walking into very difficult negotiations with Sony and getting his client a much better deal, allegedly. Um, I do think uh, it's interesting that this is kind of, so we know she's going to be here for this next season. Yeah. And then one more season after that. And actually, and I want to correct myself because I think I said it wrong yesterday. She's actually through the 2025-26 season. So the way it's kind of going to stack up right now, you're going to have Pat's final season this season. Then Ryan's first season... And that would be her first season of her extended contract, and the, or the second season of her extended contract. And then that next year, 25-26, will be that would last. be the, her potential or her last. So it would make sense, Pat's final season, his first season, her final season. Yeah. It would make, like a, it would make a lot yeah, of sense. No, Can that, that be the theme? That does seem to make sense. And uh, uh, again, she got a, quote, substantial pay increase from the $3 million. We don't know what that amount is, or at least... When TMZ reported that story, they didn't say what that amount was. But the interesting thing that I read about, which I had not understood, was that there might be, and this is coming again to TMZ from her attorney, mm-hmm. there there might be, well, I don't know if he's speaking directly, but they say, we're hearing Friedman is mulling over a possible gender discrimination lawsuit against Sony based on the disparity in pay. Not surprising. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. However, interesting because, and they point this out in the article, the announcer does say, here are the stars of our show, Pat Sajak and Vanna White. Yeah. They come out arm in arm and so, in addition to verbally, visually, there's really no difference. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, they have different roles, right? But to have such a huge disparity, how is that explained other than to say one is a man and one is a woman? Yeah. I imagine Sony's going to have to come up with some reasons why why it's different if they're not going to be on the hook for that. So that, even though they uh, you know, were able to negotiate a better contract, that doesn't mean that Sony is completely... You know, and that's what I would, out of the water yet. I'm surprised that they didn't really push hard to say, okay, if we do come to some sort of an agreement, yeah. we know that this might be down the road. Here's X amount of dollars for you to be satisfied with. Yeah, you'd think they'd kind of take this as an opportunity to lump it all together. Absolutely. Give you a big signing bonus, but contingent on the signing bonus yeah, is that us. you can't sue us in the future. So yeah. I'm surprised that wasn't the case. And I, we don't have all the details, but. Yeah, well, I did say, or I did say, they did say that, as TMZ does say, our sources say Sony had a clause in the new contract which would release the studio from any claims that Vanna might have, but Friedman, uh, Friedman, her attorney, insisted the clause be removed, and it was. Got it, okay, yeah. So they obviously tried, but it wasn't to the tune of whatever money they thought they could probably get from a lawsuit, Um, and maybe just the threat of it made them think that they would, made her attorney think, they could get her a better deal. For sure. Like they would be more inclined to boost the amount for fear that she would sue. Yeah. And there's, I mean, I was just trying to do some research here and try to figure out exactly what it's believed that the show itself for Sony television is generating roughly a revenue of over a hundred million dollars a year. Wow. Which is insane. But I know I've heard many times the numbers that this show does is at this point of, it's like, 90s numbers like it's it, the share like because you used to we were actually talking earlier today about friends like there's 25 million people used to be watching every episode of friends like the amount of people that watch wheel of fortune on a nightly basis is one of the biggest draws from a tv standpoint from a rating standpoint of the entire night of, of the entire year yeah it's insane it is insane the loyalty is un, it's just remarkable the loyalty and the longevity yeah and the fact that the original stars are still doing the show mm-hmm. i mean you know now minus pat sajak but that it will live on it'll be interesting to see if it'll keep that those numbers i mean you'd imagine it would I can't, but i don't know i mean you can't what i can't imagine that they've got to be smart enough and we mentioned in addition to this there are also some other changes there's going to be a new director and there's going to be some other behind the scenes people that we don't really know about are also going to be changing with their role and i think they would be smart and i think they're smart enough to know we can't make big gigantic changes we need to make sure this remains what people expect it to be yep. and go forward like that i can't imagine the wheel club all that stuff they do that's not going to change i can't imagine it. yeah and certainly not while she's there probably no. so there'll be a few you know it's probably even smarter that she's going to be in it for you know a few more years all right when we come back why is everybody dating nfl players mike (laughs) has a theory and we'll talk about it when we come back right here on my talk 1071 hey my talkers bradley here for my friends at a light a light is based right here in minnesota as you know but they work across 20 countries around the world 
And over the next few weeks, excuse me, I want you to join me for a global tour of Alight's work and the impact that Minnesotans are making when you guys support Alight. Let's start right in our own backyard in the United States, where Alight is working to welcome newcomer families. And they're offering programs to newly arrived immigrant families, uh, which offer, for example, things like a weekly sewing circle or field trips to Minnesota events and landmarks. These programs help refugees connect to other members of their community to start and build social capital and community right here in our own backyard. Becoming a sponsor is a life-changing opportunity and one that you can participate in. The easiest way to learn how to be a part of that process is by heading to wearealight.org. And thank you. Why is everyone dating NFL players? By that I mean celebrities. Apparently, that's the thing to do right now. Good afternoon. Uh, We're not, Mike. You and I are not dating NFL players. Not yet. I don't think your wife is an NFL player. She's not. Okay. Has there ever been a female NFL player? Nope. No. Nope. We're starting to uh, break into coaching, though. That's a new thing. Okay. A lot of female uh, coaches now making more bigger roles in NFL teams. Female high school football players. Yep. Right? And college. And college. Yep. A couple kickers uh, that uh, usually always been kickers so i've learned a lot about football since you've joined the show you've taught me what a long snapper is yep who apparently is now dating uh what's her name savannah Savannah chrisley Chrisley, she's dating a long snapper she is i've already forgotten what is a long snapper they Uh, snap the ball yeah so when a team attempts a field goal or they have to punt the ball back away so if their drive stalls and they have to they can no longer okay i love that you're explaining how your eyes just literally was like (laughs) i don't know what that is but we'll talk about it sometime but basically there's a kicking aspect of football and there somebody has to send the ball Beneath their legs, quickly back to another guy, and that's known as a long snapper. And it's a precision position, which is why uh, it's so important. All right. There you go. Well, back to the story at hand. Kim Kardashian has been linked to an NFL player. Yep. And this is one Odell Beckham Jr. What do we actually know about their connection? All we know from their connection is that somebody talked to the tabloids and said they've been hanging out. That's yeah. literally all we know. Do you think we, that that person was Chris Jenner? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, the other thing that we know is that uh, he has had some sort of, he's he's been associated with the family for some time. I think I mentioned earlier, Chloe and him were rumored to have a romance back in the day as well. And give us, you know, because you will know uh, yeah. in a way that I won't. No problem, yeah. Uh, remind not remind us, but inform us of who like Odell Beckham Jr. is yep. if you don't know him as an NFL player. Yeah, so he is, as far as an NFL player, um, he is went to LSU. He's one of the uh, higher-picked uh, wide receivers in the draft. He's made some really huge plays uh, with his time at the uh, the New York Giants. He's bounced around with a few different teams uh, since then, but was one of the most notable uh, wide receivers in the league for quite some time. He's fallen off a little bit from a skills standpoint, had some injury issues and things like that, was the rookie of the year back when he joined the league. But um, he's uh, dated some high-profile people. So uh, I think his most recent uh, significant other was uh, Lulu Wood. Uh, Lauren Wood is her name. She's on like some HBO sh- or some um, MTV things like Wild and Out and some of the other... Uh, um, She's had some other roles around like MTV ridiculousness. I think she's been on there as like a commentator and whatnot. So, and this is not the first slash NFL player that Kim has allegedly Correct. been friends with, right? Mm-hmm. She's been apparently tied to uh, 
some NFL, but mostly for Reggie her, it's Bush. always been, yeah, Reggie Bush, but it's been a lot of NBA names more than NFL names. Oh, okay. Um, I, the re, when we started this segment, I mm-hmm. said that why is everybody dating NFL players? It's because we've also got this whole story about Travis Kelsey. Yep. And I'm doing be- so good. What's that? I said you're doing so good. I know, good. right? Proud like, of you. I don't know what team he plays for. Who does he play for? He's with the Kansas City Chiefs. Super okay. Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, so he is with the Kansas... Did What did we know about Travis Kelsey prior to the stories about Taylor Swift? So Travis Kelsey had a uh, short-lived uh, reality show called um, Catching Kelsey, I think, and it was about him trying to find okay, so the love of so his life. so this is so obvious. To, yep. Like, you would... This is the guy you would imagine would be dating someone famous, right? And the PR people, you can tell he's had the management people behind him to say, hey, we need to take advantage of... Yeah, whether this is true fame, or not. your popularity, we definitely have to push those those narratives and try to get you out as public as possible. And I, the one thing I said is, I think this is kind of a newer experience, the publicationship experience in sports, Sports are becoming super, I mean, not becoming, they've been super popular for a very long time. But from what I can say as a sports fan, prior to getting into the world of publicationships, thanks to you and the entertainment side of things, I didn't realize how this can be used as a tool. Yeah, that the celebrity that Hollywood actors and reality stars have utilized for years is now spilling over into professional athletes because I would imagine as is the same now for actors and celebrities who, by the way, increasingly make less and less of the average ones do. Mm -hmm. Well, even the first tier of like successful ones, like they're making less and less doing just movie roles. So they need advert, you know, endorsements. They need uh, collaborations and all that kind of stuff. And the best way to get people to pay attention to you is to get your name in headlines. And so the more that you can get your name out there, the better. And so I'm, I imagine athletes, PR people, agents, etc., are like, Hey, let's get your name in headlines. The easiest way to do that is to use your relationship. And I would argue that it's even more important for athletes because they have a shorter career. So most of these athletes, their lifespan is, okay, I'm going to play this sport for 10-ish years if you're very, very lucky. Otherwise, it's more closer to that two to five range. And then if you're you know, good enough on TV, sure, you might do a commentary gig or you might have some other side roles. But for the most part, you need to really maximize your fame when you are one of these professional athletes. And I think they're starting to realize how important that is. So uh, I think that's another part of it, another reason for it. And like we talked about in the blind item segment as well, they also happen to have, you know, the next season of the Kardashians about to pop on air next yeah, week. Yeah, so like, oh, look, we're all discussing what, Kim and also in an unrelated story, what Chloe is up to. Like, mm-hmm. this is just perfect timing for that. Yep. Also, uh, as a listener pointed out, American Horror Story starts, I think, tonight. Oh, got it. Okay, cool. And that Kim, uh, that season, that Kim season. is in. But also, so what we're learning then is that Kel- Travis Kelsey, he's no stranger to the spotlight. Yeah. Right? And, yep, exactly. He's tried to do things like this. There's been more public. They actually just had a brand new. um, So it's a fun story. So Travis Kelsey and his brother, Jason, have a podcast together. But in addition to that, they played against each other in the Super Bowl last year. The Jason Kelsey is the center for the I mean, everybody's paying attention to that story. Exactly. Their mom is now doing the Chunky Soup commercials. So, like, the two of them are in Chunky Soup commercials with their mother. And everyone was watching that. They have a new series that just dropped on Amazon Prime about their life. 
and about their backstory. So again, why would you need some publicity? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because you got this new documentary. Yeah, that- and I will say they're playing coy. Both of them are playing coy with the press about this alleged Taylor Swift dating rumor. Until yesterday. That's true. Because yesterday, Jason Kelsey took to social media, or not social media, took to a radio show in Philly and was asked about it again. And his exact quote from uh, this interview he did was, I shouldn't say exact quote, he said something to the effect of, I can't say anything about his love life. All I will say is that uh, things are going well, and I 100% believe it's all true, is how he ended it. So you have that coupled with the day before the whole Opal thing and Taylor Swift. Whether well, but it's didn't true. he? But didn't he go on to say I'm joking? No, that or did he? I oh. think so. So like, if you and I think there's a link here. Let's let's open this up because I was confused too. Oh, so he allegedly confusing. confirmed that it was 100 percent true, but then they updated the story to say maybe oh. he confirmed. He seemingly confirmed that his younger brother. Travis is dating Taylor Swift. It's hard to say that, uh, blah, 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 blah. But where was the, but having said that, I think they're doing great. And I think it's all a hundred percent true. And I hope this thing goes the mile, but before the internet could collectively implode, page six says (laughs) he went on to say, no, I'm joking. I don't even know what's happening. Oh, got it. Okay. So like, but that's what I mean. They are totally playing coy Mm -hmm. with the truth, which assuming uh, that we're all going to take the bait, and we will. You do wonder, though, and I I saw another story that somebody over in Sports World was like, yeah, they're just trying to get clout right now Yep. Uh, with with these headlines. you got to wonder at some point, you better be careful when you're playing with Taylor Swift, because if you're trying to get clout and she doesn't want to be a part of your narrative, you could imagine if this is not true that she could, you know, put the smack down. But there's also a belief that in the Taylor world, um, it's okay that she's associated with another dude. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because that's there's Taylor. blind items. <laughs> there's that. But well, now everybody thinks that she and Sophie Turner, are, you know, because she's out with Sophie Turner and she's like, ha, 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 ha. We'll wait until so when Aaron Rodgers went to New York this last year because he was in he was sent to New York. We talked about his relationship with Shailene Woodley prior to that. It was Danica Patrick. He's been tied to you know, yeah. going through that whole process. Olivia Munn at one point, but um, now it was rumored after he landed in uh, in New York that he was dating uh, Carly Kloss. Oh God, that Aaron Rodgers was dating, dating or, Carly Kloss. Yeah, correct. Because isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She's that, that, besties with Taylor, exactly. alleged to have previously been. A, there was that rumor, but then that went off, or went away really quickly as soon as he uh, snapped his uh, Achilles. Shockingly, like he's not yeah. going to be on the screen every single day. So yes, now sir, all of a sudden, they really... don't need that publicationship between oh, the two. Man, look, at I you, don't like in the so... weeds with the. Publationship, I love it. I know, and I love how the sports crossover has now taken over with uh, with entertainment. Oh, oh, how do you think this is going to play out then with um, Travis? It's interesting though with the Travis because honestly, had they been dating, I think we would have talked about them less. If it came out and just said, "Oh, by the way, we're dating," oh, true, we would not even be talking about it and be like, "Oh, yeah, she's got a new boyfriend." And we would have just moved on with our life. Yeah. Now the fact that we're thinking they are and we're looking for all these clues, just like when we were playing glue, Google game yesterday, we're getting more involved with it. Just the idea that it could be true. This is why celebrities don't confirm or deny things that yes. they could easily confirm or deny because they know that the speculation is far more valuable to them because that will generate more headlines mm-hmm. when you are truthful and honest and open about what's going on. People, like you said, can look the other way because they need something else that's interesting. 
Did you see when Taylor was out yesterday? She was wearing a red dress. What does that mean? Kansas City Chiefs are oh, red and yellow. Just saying. Well, and she was wearing an opal, which yeah. is his birthstone. I, I mean, it's basically confirmed. Now, somebody count like the number of like I don't know, <laughs> like polka dots on her dress, and it'll probably be whatever his number is. Eighty-seven. Yep. See, there you go. Somebody's going to find eighty-seven <laughs> something on him. All right. Absolutely. Uh, when we come back, we are going to play a game, and Let's I think we it. have a special guest joining us because Dawn is out today. So we are going to have none other than our very own Grant join us to play Game Show Roulette right here on my... Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. That's where I go. That's where I bring my vehicle, the hometown team. Professionals at Boulevard Auto Works are ready and waiting to keep your vehicle on the road all winter long. I know you don't want to think about winter, but like, let's plan for what could happen now so that you don't have to get stuck on the side of the road or worry about your battery being dead when you go out in the morning. I want you to bring your vehicle in for scheduled maintenance or whatever else ails your vehicle now. Get it done, taken care of, and best of all, mention my talk and you're going to get a free maintenance and safety inspection just for mentioning my talk. Say, hey, my talk sent me or tell him Bradley sent me. And they'll make sure you get that free maintenance and safety inspection. And then you'll just have the confidence of knowing your vehicle is ready for a Minnesota winter. And the best people to take care of your vehicle for a Minnesota winter, Tom and his team at Boulevard. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Call them today. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. I can't believe we're already at the end of another show, but folks, here we are. And the good news is that means we get to play a game. It's time for Game Show Roulette. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Another show just flying by, but it is indeed that time where I spin the wheel. We find out what game show we're going to play. It is Game Show Roulette, and we've got a very special contestant coming in to play against Bradley. We've got the one and only Grant. What's up, guys? Hey, Grant. Hi, Bradley. Good to see you yet again. It's always good to see but you. But prepare to lose. <laughs> Game on, brother. Love it. <laughs> Game Let's on. Spin the wheel and find out what we're going to play today. Ooh. That was a big spin. Long one. Pat Sajak would be proud. Here yeah. we go. That's a big long spin out there. It's time for the feud. Head to head family feud action. Everybody knows how not family the price feud is right. works. Nope, not the price is right. Maybe we have uh, that mistake from I get time confused. to time. It's, it's easy to. <laughs> really? Just, just, well, I usually get confused for the price is right. Well, here we go. Yeah, so when I hear that, I usually think it's family feud. Oh, you get those mixed up. That's a tough... Uh, wow. I know. Going forward, I'll just play both at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, somebody needs to do that mashup. <laughs> Not bad. All right, there you go. We are playing the family feud today. Again, it's head-to-head, which means, uh, just like the game uh, or the, the game show, you are going to be standing at that podium. You're going to represent your whole family, though. So as soon as you think you know no the pressure. answer, exactly, yell out your name. That is going to be your buzzer. And if you get the top answer... You, of course, will take control of the board. We've got uh, three questions to get to. Whoever has the most points at the end wins. If you take control, and uh, obviously your opponent can come in at the end and steal those points away if uh, if you don't run the table, just like the family feud. All Everybody's right. seen it. Let's play again. Uh, you guys are both up. Uh, when you yell out your name, that's your buzzer. Are you both ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, here's your first question. Name something people do and think, man, I should have done this years ago. Well, not at both of you at the same time, please. Oh, uh, Grant. Grant. <laughs> save money. Save money. Oh, save money one. on the board. 
It's the number three answer. It was worth eight to save money. That means, uh, Bradley, you got a chance to uh, try to get the number one or two answer. Uh, can you repeat the question? <laughs> Name something people do and think, man, I should have done this years ago. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, you need an answer. Botox. Botox. Oh, great call. Is Botox on the board? <laughs> it is not. That means, Grant, you take control, which I'm very excited to see how this goes now after you both were so excited to bring in. I don't know why that was in. so hard. That one was a tough one. You've got two strikes to play with, Grant. Uh, try to get as many of the other ones on the board. For the record, there are still one, two, three, four, five, six more answers wow. on the board. Okay. Oh so my go God. ahead and give me another answer if you want. I guess you could technically pass if you'd like. I could pass, but I'm going to say... Oh, man. Um, This one is just tough. Name something people do and think, man, I should have done this years ago. I should have done that years ago. Any guess? Um, I I really don't have nothing. I don't have anything. Why does this look so hard? Bradley, you go. Don't put that pressure on me. You've got to guess something. Okay. um, Eat healthier. Eat healthier. All right. That was a great answer. Is eat healthier on the board? It's not, but that was a good answer. Mm. You've got one more strike, Grant, so if you want to give us another guess. I'll go one more. Yeah. Work out. Work out. Oh, good, good there we one. go. Is work out on the board? It's actually not. Wow. What? Wow. What is the number one answer? When well, you he, ask people. So you have an opportunity here to steal all the points because he had his two strikes. He missed. Right. If you get any of these remaining six, you're going to get the points for this one, Bradley. Answer the, or ask the question one more time. <laughs> Name something people do and think, man, I should have done this years ago. Man, I should have gone to get... Geico. Uh, <laughs> I should have gone to get my... Oh, Need an answer. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say to get waxed. Get hey! waxed. If get waxed is on the board, you'll get the points. <laughs> If it's not, all eight of those points will be going to Grant. I think they are. Get waxed? That's right. Uh, this is tragic. I, I feel like there are people like they have screaming. stopped, pulled over to the side of the road, and are screaming. Mm-hmm. At I their know vehicles. my number one answer. Choose a different question. There we okay, go. Okay, <laughs> that would have been mine. But here, let's run through these answers. What? Name something people do and think, man, I should have done this years ago. You could have said, quit your job. You oh. could have said, had children. Oh, yeah. No, Take a vacation. That. Well, yeah. I mean, Got divorced. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and the vicious. number two answer was bought a home. Okay. That's and a the good one. number one answer that people said, man, I should have done this years ago. Got more education. I, I, I go back to this school. is really a depressing question. That is. And I thought that education one, too. Darn it. Well. Well, great. We, we still got the points. Fast so. start. Grant has an 8 I don't think that's ever happened, by the way, in the history of us playing the game. <laughs> or I in imagine in the history of the actual game. <laughs> it is 8-0 to zero after round one. Out of a possible 100 points, you guys got 8. eight. eight. Let's move on to the second question. All right, please Pretend do. that never happened. Yeah, oh. Here we go. Step back up to the board again. Use your name as your buzzer. <laughs> name a kind of footwear that a bride would never wear on her wedding day. Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. High heels. Is high heels on the board? What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Name a kind of footwear that a bride would never wear on her wedding day. Oh, tennis shoes? That's the number one answer. Oh 35 points there. Oh. Uh, you got the control Why once would again. You wear heels. You don't have to wear heels. You got a big dress. Nobody can see what you're wearing. Wear he- or wear comfy shoes anyway. Shut up. Apparently, they're thinking that is exactly when you're supposed to wear I high guess, heels. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> 
Grant, let's see how you can do here. All right. I'm going to go with stilettos. Stilettos. Stilettos on the board. Isn't that similar to high heels? I yeah, think the, pumps. The, the, judge, the judges would say that's the same. So. Okay. Um, I... You know they do have the flip out or the the swip, switch out sandals, the flip flops that they change out at, at the dance. So I'm going to say sandals right now for the actual ceremony. Sandals on the board. It is. There you go. You got nine more points there. That was the number four answer. You still got the number two, three, six, uh, five, and six answers. Let's go remaining. with just boots in general. Just boots in general. Boots on That's the board. A good answer. That's the number two answer. You're mm. up to a, a huge 58 points, which is 50 better than you did last round. That's true. You've got four more or three more answers available for you. All right, let's try. And still no strikes. Let's try. Oh, how about uh, cleats? cleats? Cleats. That's a good one. Cleats on the board. You don't. Really that's that's, that's, that's no. another kind of one. Very specialized. Yeah, mm-hmm. very Very specialized. How about? Um, Slippers. Slippers. If slippers are on the board, you get more points. If not, the control goes back over to Bradley with a chance to steal. Slippers. That's the number three answer. Good you got job. 12 more. There are only two answers remaining. I, I don't even know of any other types of footwear. And um, it's going to come down to this one after the, uh, yeah. We're not going to oh get gosh. to our third question. Um, let's say. The way that first one went. Stop. <laughs> loafers. Loafers. If loafers are on the board, you're going to have just one away. If not. It's going to be Bradley's opportunity to steal loafers. They're not. Bradley, this is your shot. So here we go. You've got two answers remaining. If you get one of the two, you are going to steal the second question and all the points and get the win today. If you can't name one of those two, Grant is our (laughs) guest winner. Uh, Okay, can you just remind me what shoes we picked already? Uh, So far, you've got the number one, two, three, four answers, which are sneakers, boots, slippers, sandals. Okay, I'm going to say... Uh, Uggs. Uggs. If Uggs are (laughs) up there... That's specific. Bradley's our winner. If it is not (laughs) up there, it's going to be going to Grant. (laughs) Survey says Uggs. That's right. The win for Grant. Uh, By the way, the other answers you could have said flats. Flats. And thongs. Oh. Well, aren't those like s- s- okay, thong- yeah, sandals? All right. We're getting. You know, s- I like look, it. Okay. We tried. We and did. Grant, you won. You I did. did. So I think you should feel uh, vindicated today. I, I do feel Although, vindicated. Although being vindicated against somebody who <laughs> offered nothing and mixes up the theme song. Yeah, it's not saying much, is hey, all I'm saying. You guys collectively got eight points on the first one. I. Yeah. I didn't get any of those eight points. Well, that's true. But collectively, <laughs> yeah, he collectively <laughs> got one. all eight himself. I think we figured out how to save money as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Grant, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Mike, thank you for that just wonderful game. Thank you. Thank Not you. really. Uh, up next, Lori and Julie. Who's in today, Grant? Brittany's in for Lori. Brittany's in for Lori. So it'll be Julia and Brittany. Mm hmm. Don and I will be back tomorrow along with Mike. Mike, thanks for everything today. Grant, we'll see you.